0: Hi, and welcome back to How Do You Really Feel? I'm Annabelle, the host of this podcast. In today's episode, we have a special guest. It's not just any guest, it's a TikTok star. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Papa Surge.
1: Just for the record, Annabelle, I don't do interviews for free. Oh.
0: <laughs> Got it noted? Alrighty, before we get started, I want to ask you a question. Are you ready for the question? Yes. Okay. How does it feel to be a TikTok star? I mean, wait, he's a one-hit wonder, but it doesn't matter, because you're still a star.
1: That is right.
0: Right? So how do you feel? Tell the people how you well, feel. Well, first
1: of all, I am very grateful for all my supporters out there, <laughs> my big fan base that I have. Okay. I'm grateful Got for it. their loyalty. Got it. And I really don't feel like a TikTok sensation. Oh. And those were not even my intentions. My intentions were just to make my daughters laugh.
0: Oh, Perfect girl dad love that um okay so if you guys want to go check him out on tiktok just know that you're going to see his um belly bouncing everywhere
1: <laughs> but my ragged tanks i have no, no shame, shame in exposing um, them perfect <laughs>
0: okay <laughs> loves the confidence Alrighty. so in today's episode we are going to have just a chit chat i kind of wanted to make it like a fatherly advice but not targeting a specific gender just in general Okay, so I'm gonna ask you questions and I want you to think about them in a sense of what you would give. I mean, yeah, your children advice, but also what you feel is important if somebody doesn't have that father in their life. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, so let's start. So, how does it feel, first and foremost, how does it feel being a parent? Well, okay, little backstory you had your first kid at what age?
1: Nineteen.
0: Nineteen years old. So you were doing the damn thing at what, 18 years old? Seventeen years old?
1: Somewhere around that age.
0: (laughs) Okay, so anyways, the first child was birthed at 18, 19? Yes. Okay, got it. So when that moment happened, how did you feel?
1: I was overwhelmed.
0: Overwhelmed, okay.
1: I was scared. Okay, okay. Because I knew the responsibility that I had just brought upon myself
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I knew that it wasn't going to be an easy road and being at a, so young and not really having any goals in my life, I didn't know exactly how or what I was going to do to raise this child. I had uh, my wife with me, uh, but we both were young, we were the same age. so. We really didn't know what we were going to do or how we are going to raise this child or even if we were going to be good parents at the time. We just knew that we had a child in front of us and we needed to take care of him.
0: Right. Well, so if somebody right now is 19 years old and they're having their first child, what advice would you give them right now? Now that you know what you know and how you felt back then, what would you say now?
1: Well, first of all, you need to get a job if you don't okay. have one. Perfs. Uh, second of all, is I would recommend that you have a supporting group, a support cast that could help you with the child. Because believe me, it's not easy. It's, it's not cheap either. So if you have somebody you can depend on or fallback to uh, to help you take care of the child at uh, at free of a charge.
0: As a unit, though, right? Correct. Like as a unit. Like you don't want you don't expect that person to do it all. You have to help. Correct. Okay. All right. Well, that was good. Um, Okay. So being a young parent, do you feel like you regret? I I don't, of course you don't regret us because, but do you regret being a father at
1: a young age? I don't regret it, but if I had a choice, would I do things differently? Yes.
0: And what would that difference be?
1: I think I would, I would think of a career. Uh, before having children. And that's one thing I would recommend anybody out there that's thinking that they want to have a child, I would suggest that you think about it very hard before you make that decision. First and foremost, get your education. That's very important. You could always have a child and at any time at any age, but education is easier when you're younger than older. As in for me, at my age, I don't think I could, it would be easy for me to go to school right now.
0: That was actually one of the questions I had for you about college. How do you feel about college? Because I know you did not go to college. So how do you feel about that?
1: Oh, I'm up for college. I I, I wish everybody, every teenager out there that had the desire to go to college could go to college. I wish that there was more funds available for those that are less fortunate that cannot pay for their way to college, that they would be able to uh, get those funds available to them so they could attend college.
0: Yeah. Okay, so now that you're married, you've been married for how many years?
1: Uh, 28 years.
0: 28 years? 28 years. Damn, can't even last one year with somebody. I'm just kidding. Um, what would be the pros and cons of marriage that you would say? And th- this can start back from back 28 years ago to now.
1: Well, see, that's another thing. When you get married at a young age, it's a work in progress. I don't know what the, the statistics are, but I, I think that the first five years of marriage are the toughest for any, uh, any couple. After 10 years, I think you pretty much made it. But even then, you're not even safe. There was many times that me and and your mother got separated. Right. And we will go back and forth, back and forth, and reunite, and then get separated. Reunite, get separated. It's a work in progress. It's a lot of work, a lot of uh, communication. There has to be a lot of love. There has to be, you have to work as one, not individually. You have to uh, co-parent your children as one instead of good cop, bad cop.
0: True, what do you say you
1: were? Uh, for the beginning of the first 15 years, I was the bad guy. <laughs> you
0: were definitely the bad guy. Why were you the bad guy? Do you want to air out your dirty laundry?
1: <laughs> uh, no, I don't. This I'm is just not an interrogation or confession <laughs> I'm Dr. time. Phil, okay? <laughs> um, I'm definitely not going to confess my sins to you.
0: Yeah, okay, I'm correct. I'm not Jesus. Um, I mean. We never know. People might be in the same situation or have gone through something where their parent wasn't in their life or was back in in and out, in and out. I think that sometimes there's this misconception that people need to stay with each other for the sake of their child. I think I, as a child who has gone through seeing my parents in and out, in and out, in and out with each other, I think that it kind of messed me up in a sense of I never knew what it was like to have a stable family. But I also am super duper grateful and fortunate that you guys ended up together because that's not always the case. And so I think that I've learned a lot along the way. But I think that... Well, what would you think as somebody who was coming in and out, in and out? I mean, because we always stood with my mom. Like, we never lived with you. We always lived with my mom. And so... Do you did you ever stop to think like is this right for the children or like should we co-parent or should we separate for good like what was what was that like for you?
1: Well, when we were going through all this, I was very selfish. I was very young, so I didn't really think about how much you guys needed me. I just knew that your mom would take care of it and that your mom would do whatever I needed to. Do you guys need it? You guys would need. I would give your mom uh, money to buy things for you guys. But uh, when it came to the parenting part, I never thought that my presence would make a big difference. I figured if they need to go to school, she'll take them to school. If they need to go to uh, to a kid's birthday party, she'll take them to a kid's birthday party. I don't have to do that part. She could do that for, him, for me. Right. Right. So like I said, I was being selfish.
0: So there was, for the listeners listening, there was a time that you were in Arizona and we had left you, well, my mom left you, moved us back down to California. What was that like knowing that, like, was there ever a click saying like, I need to change to make this work for my family? Or were, or what, what happened during that time that we weren't there?
1: Well, I was very devastated at the beginning. I remember I cried the whole night. Because I knew that what she had done. It took me a while to figure it out, but I knew that she had left. Mm-hmm. And I remember that Kaylin was only about one year old, and that's and she I was attached to her, so that hurt me more. Mm-hmm. Uh, knowing that she was gone mm-hmm. and that she was far away from me, but was I planning on coming back real soon? No, and the reason why was because I had really I just had my opportunity. For, I had a, a job. That I knew that was gonna give me good money if I stuck around, and that's the reason why I wanted to to stay there because I figured that once I start making good money, I could maybe convince your mother, uh, your mother to come back. Mm-hmm. But uh, things turns out it it wasn't it was taking too long.
0: What was the major? Not just well, every marriage is different, of course, but I mean we can only talk about your marriage because that's all we know and have you know you lived through it your experience what was the major issue in your guys's marriage as to why it constantly wasn't 100 percent? i mean no marriage is 100 but what i mean is why was there so many separations what was the major cause was it kids was it finances was it love like what was the major thing
1: well there was a lot of it sometimes it was money but for the majority of the of our our problems was basically me and my habits. I had bad. I picked up bad habits along the way. Uh, addictions that mom wasn't very thrilled about, and, and those were the major fights that we would have. That I de- I would decide not to stop when she would ask me to, and, and I just wanted to continue my partying ways, party with my friends, go out with my friends.
0: That <laughs> oh, must be nice. <laughs> at my at my age, what I'm twenty four. What. How many kids did you have at 24 already?
1: By 24, I had two.
0: Three? Because we're all
1: three years apart. So if you start in 19, oh, that's 20, correct. 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, I just know 20. that by 28 I already had four kids.
0: <laughs> I don't even <laughs> got one. <laughs> oh man. Well, so basically your younger self at the time. So what what when did you make that click? Like, all right, this has to stop. Like, I need my family. I need to be there as a father figure. I need to stop partying. I need to stop acting like a 17-year-old at 20, 24 years old, 25 at the time. I don't know. H-O. That's
1: when your mother gave me the ultimatum.
0: Okay.
1: To either shape up and be a father, or I'm going to go find somebody else that could be a father to my kids. Okay. And that's when and I And that kinda...
0: conversation had never happened. Because the Arizona wasn't the first separation no right so you guys constantly, that was the last separation that was the last separation you guys constantly separated prior to that yes and she never gave you an ultimatum before then
1: no okay. she would only kick always me out just... and i would leave and then come back two years later or something like
0: that oh it must be nice <laughs> i wish i just wish i had an open door like that i actually don't wish that but um so when was the final click
1: it was the last. It
0: was the ultimatum. The and last. what was your thought process during that? So well, she first, came to mm-hmm. you and she said, you either be a father. I've had enough. You either be a father. I'm not going to accept you coming. This isn't Burger King. Have it your way. Correct. Subway 24, open 24 hours. None of that anymore. No. Okay. So when was, so what was your thought process during that ultimatum?
1: Well, the first thing that came to my mind is I don't want my kids having another father. Mm-hmm. I'm their father. I should be taking care of business, and I think that's what made me realize that I need to shape up if I want that to happen, or else if I don't, then somebody else is going to take my spot, and I don't want that.
0: You didn't want us calling calling anybody else, Dad. No. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: Well. Or your mom calling somebody else, babe.
0: Okay. Oh, I thought you were saying something else. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, maybe should it be brought on air,
0: but I think that I think that through the ultimatum, and then you decided to shape up, you came back into our lives. I was about thirteen, I want to say. Yes. I think I had just entered middle school, so twelve, thirteen years old, I think, and. I think that, I mean, there was a lot that I personally went through as a child, and I don't know if there's other people out there that have gone through the same thing of not having their father in the first 12 years. I think it's kind of crazy because as much as I thought I maybe should have resented you for not being in my life for all those years, I think I resented my mom more, which is crazy. I don't know why, but I think around 15 years old, I hated my mom. Like, I could not get along with her whatsoever and i don't know where that came from i think when i went through therapy i discussed that and with my therapist and we kind of dug deep deep into it and i think that i as a child was angry at my mom because i felt like i love my siblings don't get me wrong but i couldn't understand why she kept going back to you and why she kept having children with you even though you guys were never fully together Because I didn't understand why she was putting herself through that. And then when she accepted you back into her life to be a father for us, I didn't, I didn't want, not that I didn't want you back in, but I didn't care for you to be back in. And I hated her for even allowing that. And I think that I resented you for everything that we went through as children with you. So I took it out on the wrong person. Definitely. I've grown from it. And I think it's crazy because you and I are so close. I'm your first daughter. Am I your favorite daughter? Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm holding a gun to his head, telling him that.
1: <laughs> that was a long pause. Your other sisters don't hear this.
0: Well, they already know. I'm your first daughter. How oh. did you feel about that? How do you feel about that, actually? Are you proud of me? Yes. Good. Are you just saying that? I was happy when
1: I had the first one was my boy, which I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then my second was a girl. So I had my pair.
0: That's like the perfect scenario. A boy and A girl. Um, okay, so that whole entire thing happened. You had children, life is great. I mean, I think this is the best you guys have been so far. Yes. Right? And it's been what a solid how long? Has it been good?
1: Yeah. A month.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's <sad>. <laughs> <laughs> It's the truth though. Every day's a work in progress with you yes. guys. But I definitely think a month is accurate. Um, but no, a month, yes, but where you feel like you're not as no, you're still selfish. I think okay. So now that you have children, now that your marriage is stable, there's still bumps in the road, but stable, right? Okay, yes. I can't speak for you. I just observe. Um, do you think what? No, what advice would you now give your children when it comes to dating?
1: When it comes to dating, well, dating is a little bit. It's it's easier than marriage, that's for sure, because well, of course. at the end of the day, if you don't like the guy, you just break up with him and move on. With We're marriage, breaking hearts. With, once you're married and you have children, it's like they say, it's cheaper to keep her.
0: Oh, I had never knew. <laughs> I never knew that was a say. Wow. Makes sense.
1: But anyways, the advice I could give you when it comes to dating, just date more than one guy. <laughs> Why? Not at the same time. Be a little don't get whore. Me. Don't, don't, no, not be a little whore. Just don't don't think that the right, the first one that you date is the is is your Prince Charming. Right, it's not gonna be. Right. You need a you need a constantly be dating other guys to see they all have different qualities. Of course, and you can't just settle for half of the. Okay, I have
0: yes, a question the, as a guy and as a father. Do you believe the saying you tr- you train the person how to treat you? Is that correct? It's possible. Okay.
1: It's possible, but like people, like sometimes... Because
0: y'all say, dogs, we can train you.
1: Yes. Okay, Perfect. But there's some that they, they don't like being trained, and those are the ones that are going to give you a hard time. hmm So to save yourself headaches, I would suggest you get someone or pick someone that is look, that has a better qualities or the qualities that you are looking for. Okay. For example, let's just say you you, you have a list of 20 qualities that you're looking for, the, for in a guy. hmm And this guy has 18 out of the 20. Mm-hmm. Well, you only have two to work with. That's true. So that's not really much. But Mm -hmm. if you pick one that has only 10, 50% of the qualities that you're looking for, then you have a lot to work with. And that that could be a challenge. Mm -hmm. So I recommend that you choose someone that that you're compatible with, that you guys' thought processes are the same, that you guys like to to do the same activities, uh, to eat the same kind of foods or
0: do you think that guy? when it comes to a guy because you're a guy i'm a girl we have different outtakes on relationships when it comes to guys do guys are they just selfish selfish like are you guys selfish for like what reason like do you guys ever think of
1: well yeah we're all different we all think differently we are uh for the most part men love girls and sometimes we just don't don't want to stay with one okay i have a question
0: why why do guys cheat though like do why okay no you know what my question is and i always have this for every guy it's when a girl you know the saying goes when a girl cheats it's emotional and when a guy cheats it's physical so when a guy cheats it could be for multiple reasons but you know, it's to feed their ego, to do whatever they want to do, right? But when yeah. a girl cheats, it hits a guy different. Like, how come it's okay for you guys to do it, but when it comes to a girl doing it, it's not okay. Well, in
1: God's eyes, it's not okay to do it, well, whether it, whatever gender well, you are. Well, of course,
0: in general, even in general, for, it's for, not okay. But it's a man, done.
1: As a guy, it's just bragging rights, I guess. Not bragging rights, um.
0: No, that's true.
1: It's just to show off. Okay. To your friends that like it, I could. Uh, I'm with multiple women at the same time. I'm mm-hmm. a man. I'm a stud.
0: Why do y'all have a little like group to go to after talking no. about
1: who who's doing what? No, it just that's just the testosterone in us. I guess it's <laughs> okay. that makes us um, feel that we're the more women, the more dominant you are. Mm. hmm And uh, p- people should respect you for that.
0: Okay. Which you know they don't, right? No. Okay. Y'all ain't. I can't say it on air, but s h i t. Oh. If y'all cheating, there ain't no bragging rights there. No. Okay, but how come it hurts your guys' ego when a girl does it? You don't like to got got or what?
1: Because of trust issues. You feel disrespected. Mm Mm-hmm. You feel like the trust has been broken.
0: You know, because there's a lot of scenarios where the guy's constantly cheating and the girl has no idea. And then
1: the girl cheats. Well, that's because he has no respect for the woman.
0: Right. Well, he can say he loves her. There's been multiple people I've known that have loved the girl, supposedly, but cheating on them. Don't ask me why. Don't ask me how. But it happens. But then the girl goes and cheats. Or not only that, but the girl breaks up with the guy. Okay, finds out, breaks up with the guy, and the guy is heartbroken. I will never understand that. Why does that happen? It's like you were cheating the whole time. You were lying to this person. But once they leave you, you're this depressed, heartbroken person.
1: Well, because you don't want you don't want another guy touching what you had. You don't want another guy. But it's okay for you to be touching other women. Exactly, it's because we're selfish. We're dogs. I know, man. We're it's like a, a cold dog world in heat out here. Seriously. I'll freak with that, what? A freak in the sheets, or what? A f- no, it's like uh, the two uh, two life crew would say. I'm a dog in heat. A freak without warning. My appetite is love, so me, so horny. Oh. <laughs>
0: We're going to get you a record deal now. (laughs) Yeah, I think that when it comes to girls, you know why? This is my opinion. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I think that when it comes to a girl doing something that a guy is doing, it hurts your guys' ego because not only did you got got, but you know that we do everything because we mean it. So if you're going to go cheat on a man, if you get cheated on, it's because that person meant it, right? Right. But when you guys do it You guys don't You just said it's for bragging rights It's to boost your ego It's for the fun of it Whatever the thrill of it But you come back home To your girl that you supposedly love Because that's comfort to you That's You know that's stability But When a girl does it You know That you don't mean anything to them Because girls mean what they do And they say what they mean
1: Oh yeah Women could be vicious when they do it They could do it Mm -hmm. To hurt you bad Oh yeah and like I said, well, in society, in society, women that cheat are hoes, and men are studs when they right,
0: cheat, right, right,
1: or pimps, whatever. But in reality, it affects both of them the same way. And if you, if deep down inside, I'm sure they both hurt the same when you guys cheat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How you appear uh, appear to others is might be different,
0: right? Definitely, I think that that that's true. Okay, so you do have one son. When it comes to giving advice to your daughters versus your son, what's the major difference? Obviously, a boy, girl, whatever. But what's the major difference?
1: Well, I never want to see my little girls get violated, first of all. Well, no, your Especially son. When it comes to my son, oh, actually, not he's going to violate somebody else's daughter. That's, so that's tr- their problem. <laughs> that's true.
0: Wow, that's how you think about it. Well, let me, let me say, though, okay, you... Actually, I'm I'm airing out my own dirty laundry, but you need to understand that when there's a breakup happening, you don't be friends with the other party again. You were still friends with the other party for a <laughs> real long time.
1: That's because we worked, and it's your fault. Because you asked me to bring them to work.
0: That's true. I will mm. never do that again. I'll okay. never mix business with pleasure. But, I mean, as a dad,
1: you know. Yeah, no, he becomes the enemy.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: But sometimes it's hard to become an enemy when you know this guy for so long and you've been homies with them. Dad, we are we homies. We're not no more. <laughs> no, 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 you're not homies <laughs> with him. You're just my
0: father who's supporting a relationship. You don't become homies.
1: Oh, sorry.
0: Actually, no. I take that back. I would definitely want you to become homies, but I also definitely want you when I
1: mean to understand that when you guys break up.
0: Well, okay. There's a difference though. Break up with See, me, there's with a and difference them. though, okay? The difference between that relationship was that I I I wouldn't give you a hard time if we had a mutual breakup. I mean, no breakups are easy, of
1: course. But y'all like your girl got cheated on for three years. Two and two some change years. Yeah, but in my defense, did you tell me about that? No, you told me that like three years after.
0: Well, okay, to my defense, I actually didn't know. I was a oh. dumb person in a relationship I should have never been in, but... Well, oh, the
1: circumstances, would have been different. I would have chopped well, your little nuts off.
0: Oh, well, good. Thanks. Thanks for the, for the next one. I'll tell you the first day I find out. Okay. I actually found out a while after as well. But I low key, everything happens for a reason. I'm kind of glad you want to know why, because I think that was my first relationship, and I was so in love with that person that I feel, as stupid as it sounds, I feel like if I would have found out during the relationship, I wouldn't have believed it, or maybe I wouldn't have wanted to believe it.
1: You wouldn't have wanted to believe it,
0: right? And I would See, have-
1: This goes back to where that question you asked me earlier. How do I feel about you guys about dating? That's why you don't just get hung on the first guy you meet because you never know how he turns out and see in your case he turned out to be a little cheater
0: the worst of the
1: worst see that's what I'm saying (laughs) that's why I advise people to date different people and not just get stuck with one so
0: casual dating
1: casual dating but then yes. what if
0: you make it a commitment like what if you're like okay I want to be boyfriend and girlfriend so oh I get what you're saying so you're saying to have options casually date this yes. person that you're dating and going to dinner with on Monday might have 14 of the qualities the one you go on Tuesday is 12 of the correct. qualities correct okay and then so you it's try, process the, of elimination the whole elimination. of the
1: game is to try to get that guy that's closest to your 20 mm-hmm. list okay if that's what you have
0: that makes sense and are, are we banging the dudes? Are we not banging the dudes? No,
1: no, 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 okay, no. Okay, so we're no. not
0: banging the dudes.
1: Because now you're bringing emotions into the game.
0: Right. Oh, it's a game. In- it. Okay, okay, okay. I game. got it. I got it. Wow, okay. That makes sense. I love that. I love that for myself, and I love that for everybody. So, you casually date. You don't bang, because no. then it brings emotions. Unless, unless, there there could be a... Uh, do you believe in no strings attached? Do you friends believe in benefits? Yeah. Friends yes. with, you do believe in that. So yes. then how come I can't go to dinner on a Monday with 14 guy, 14 quality guy, but the only good quality is, you know, the business. But then I know that that it's not going to go farther than that.
1: Well, see? Well, then yeah, there you go. If you if you know that it's not going to go farther than that, then why would you want to...
0: I know. I'm a Virgo. I, I overthink everything. Say. I just stop doing that. I overthink everything. Okay, yeah. let's get back to the game. So the game is you casually date whatever happens. If you do the business, you do the business. If you don't, you don't. But it's better to not because you don't want to involve feelings.
1: Exactly. Because during
0: the process of elimination, there can be no feelings. Correct. No strings attached. Got it. All right. Well, I think that... That was very good information. I think there's some people that can relate or can learn. I definitely learned how to play the game now. Thanks, Dad. Thanks for teaching me to be a little pimp. You're welcome. I'll learn how to do that. Listen, being two, what am I, two and a half years single now? Mm Mm-hmm. What, my dad, okay, little, little side note. My dad always makes comments as to why I'm single. What's the main reason why you think I'm single?
1: Because I don't think you go out there and choose.
0: No, okay, we're not going to say that. This is what I'm going to tell you, Dad, all right? After being two and a half years single, I have learned how to partially play the game you're telling me to play. Um, And I have definitely learned a lot from my past relationship. I don't share it a lot with you guys because, you know, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and talk about it with you guys. But I definitely will never, ever, ever, ever again in my life settle. And I have chosen to be single for this long because nobody will ever be good enough for me i think i know i won't say ever i think there will be but i will never until i find that one it's gonna be a long process of elimination and i'll tell
1: you if it's that he's that
0: okay you can you can screen him but you can't be homies with him right off the bat all right okay yeah we learned from the last all right
1: he's first gonna get interrogated and then we'll see from there
0: okay and do you need to check what else do you need to check his finances. Oh,
1: definitely his finances.
0: You want to know why I say that? It's a joke, by the way, everybody. I'm not a gold digger. But we say it because my dad always says, I need to know who who the next person you date is and their finances because I need to make sure that they're... they're uh, What do you say? That they're not going to have to... That you're not going to have to worry about me anymore.
1: Yeah. Even you though you the- don't,
0: I'm independent. But it's a joke. And so, what do you say? You say that it's going to take you off if they're going to date me they're going to take you take me off your hands for good
1: yes because you're high maintenance
0: oh i'm high maintenance. okay alrighty. righty well is there anything else you want to say before we l- end this episode
1: i just want to say that uh thank you for having me as your first guest
0: i'm honored actually thank you thank you for your and
1: time and i'll send you the bill after oh,
0: sh- i'll have like,
1: oh, my lawyers and- contact you To all my fans out there, I hope you enjoyed this and I hope I can continue to make you to laugh.
0: Thanks. And check your TikTok.
1: And check your TikTok.
0: Okay. Before we end this episode, though, there's a reason why you're my first guest. What's one question you always ask me (laughs) when I come to your house to visit? You always ask one thing of me every single time I see you.
1: How many views do I have?
0: No. Besides that, there's one question you always ask and you say... Alrighty, so... I forgot. No, you cannot forget. This is a question you literally ask me every every moment you see me. It's something you
1: want. Grandbabies! <laughs> <laughs> well, I
0: want to let you know that I will be giving that to you in nine months.
1: Oh, right. This or- is another show.
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. That'll about- never happen. You'll never oh. get grandkids from me, but I mean... It's good to dream, right? You wanna That's let right. your you wanna let your viewers, um, your listeners. See, this is different from TikTok. These are listeners, they can't see you. If they saw you right now, what do you think they would say?
1: Gross.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> That's pop Sir.
1: That's pop Sir. No, they
0: can see, they could view you on TikTok, but they can't they but on podcasts, it's listeners. What do you call it? He calls it a pop. He says, Yeah, I said, Dad, do you want to be my first guest? Would you like to be my first guest on my podcast? He said, Yeah, okay, so when are we going to do the podcast? I said, Oh, podcast.
1: All right. Because I'm a pop star. Oh,
0: because you're a pop star. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Oh, so, well, I came to your house, but thank you so much for participating. And
1: thank you for having me.
0: All righty. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, until next time. Bye.
1: Bye.